Music and Pop listeners, welcome back to the podcast. A lot has gone on in the NBA and NFL since we've last had our podcast, and we're here to talk about it. And welcome, Charles. Um, hello, Ryan. Hope you're having a great day. And uh, we're going to start off our podcast with probably the biggest thing in the last week, sports-wise, is going to be Russell Westbrook traded to the Washington Wizards for John Wall and a, and a 2023 first-round pick. Um, what does Heavily this mean? protected first round yeah. pick. Uh, Ryan, what does this mean for James Harden? Oh, we're going right to James Harden? Right not to James what, Harden. Not who won the trade or no. anything? No. Okay. What does it mean for... Well, I don't think it means that much for James Harden because if he didn't want to play with Russell Westbrook, who is clearly a better player than John Wall, then I don't I don't see why he would want to play with John Wall either. And I think he's made it clear he does not want to be in Houston. Um, and the, the general manager has made it clear he wants to keep him in Houston. So it's just conflicting ideas with the Houston Rockets. And I think that this... Um, if anything, would make Harden even more likely to want to leave and want out of Houston. Um, yeah, I agree. It really does mean nothing. He said that he likes Wall over Westbrook, but that's just playing to the media. You obviously can't say, um, I hate Wall. I'm, I wish we didn't trade for him because now he's your teammate. Um, he's already said he wants to leave, just like you said. It's really up to their GM. Um, really depends what if they have the trade offers that they get. Because I, I think if they get offered Ben Simmons and a pick, you do that trade if you get offered, but people are going to offer these dumb trades. Um, really, it's up to the GM. And that has a pretty good segue into who won this trade, which is pretty obviously the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I think it's very obviously the Washington Wizards. And I think that um, a lot, many people, more people than I would expect, say that the Rockets won the trade. But it is definitely the Washington Wizards who get an upgrade, and they don't have to gamble on John Wall being healthy because he hasn't played in almost two years and Russell Westbrook is clearly a better player and clearly a better passer, and this way it can make Bradley Beal a little more comfortable as the second option. Yeah, uh, I think Westbrook, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to be an amazing duo. Um, Russell Westbrook, we've seen that he doesn't really work well when he is not ball dominant. James Harden was obviously the predominant ball handler, and so he, wasn't, he didn't fit into that small ball kind of shoot-at-will role that he had on the Thunder. And Markets? No, 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 he didn't fit oh, oh. into the right. – yeah. Um, I think that he's going to be the ball-dominant player with shooters around him. Obviously, it's not a shoot-heavy team like the Rockets were, but if he's holding, but if he's handling the ball, he can kick it out to Beal or even Davis Bertans, and that's going to be great for him. Um, he doesn't really have to be relied on, as we saw Bradley Beal really be the main focus of that Wizards team going into la- I mean, last year. So it's really up to how Russell Westbrook plays if he you know, wants to be the ball-dominant player, which we've seen that he does. And I think Bradley Beal will mold into a great second option, which he already has been in his career. Yeah, I I definitely agree. And I think that it'll depend on whether Russell Westbrook wants to make the playoffs or put up um, huge numbers. And I think he's going to choose making the playoffs. And I think the Wizards can make the playoffs if Russell Westbrook plays up to his full potential and Bradley Beal plays up to his full potential as well. I agree. I don't think that they're going to compete. They're not making it past the first round with this team, but I think I don't think they're going to compete against teams like the Bucks or the Celtics or the Heat. But uh yeah, I think they do have a chance to make the playoffs 100% the play-in tournament at least. So, yes, most definitely the play-in tournament. There's no way. This is a good team. Russell Westbrook's a former MVP and Bradley Beal snubbed from an All-Star and an All-NBA team last year, 30 points a game. That's just incredible. He's sliding back into a role he's more comfortable with. This team's definitely making the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. And whether they 
are the sixth seed or they are in the play-in tournament and make the playoffs um, through that is something we'll have to see what happens with. But this should be interesting. It's, it's going to come down to what the NBA does with the playoff format if they're not as good as we think they are going to be. Right. Moving on to... Wait, uh, what does this mean for the Rockets, Charles? I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Moving uh, on to the other side of this deal. What does this mean for the Houston Rockets? I think that this means they're going full rebuild. I think that John Wall is okay with uh, going full rebuild. I think, obviously, every NBA player wants to win, but he needs to prove himself. He's been out. He He's making the most one of the biggest contracts in the NBA. He's been out for two years. So if he comes in and he's straight awful, then I think the um, we're going to look back on this tree and say the Rockets are idiots unless they you know show us their rebuilding, which I think they already have. As soon as they trade Harden, that's like the key point that we're done. We're not competing. And I don't even think the Rockets are going to make the playoffs if they do trade Harden. With Harden, it's still debatable. They're going to be a low seed. I think it's interesting more what they're – they have one of the best starting fives if they can all play into their potential in the NBA. If John Wall can be back to his – somewhat of his 2017 self. If Boogie Cousins. Cousins can be there, Christian Wood, and obviously James Harden, yeah, P.J. I... Tucker. So they still have a good team. Um and it'll just it really relies on chemistry because if they can get that chemistry right, then they'll be battling for the seven, six, and five seeds. Yeah, I agree. This Kentucky duo was completely dominant when they were in college, but um, it's obviously been nine to ten years since they were in college. And um, if they're both at least seventy percent of their former selves, meaning Cousins and Wall, I think that this team is going to make the playoffs and going to kind of compete. I'm not making them NBA championship contenders, but they are um, NBA championship competitors, if you know what I'm saying. And if Harden goes to Philly for Ben Simmons, then I think think this will still be a competitive team. And I think if they want to rebuild, that's where they go and have Ben Simmons give Ben Simmons the key to his franchise um, and put the um, yeah I I understand where you put the rebuild cap on. I yeah. understand what you're coming from. I think the move is to trade for Ben Simmons or even trade for a younger guy. Christian Wood, he's one of the old young guys. You look at him, you think he's 19, but he's actually 25. Uh, so I think that he's going to be a piece they're going to build around. I think that John Wall is going to be more of a mentor if they do trade Harden for one of the young guys. If and this I, goes completely wrong and Harden wants out, they're, they're, I don't see a reason they keep John Wall. And you may disagree with that, but I think that they keep John Wall. I mean, I think they trade John Wall for whatever offer is available, whether that is to um, for a very good trade offer, but I doubt too many teams would w- – give up that much for such a huge contract and yeah. such a injury prone player. I don't I think that they're gonna have to wait out while till his contract is over. I think that trading him I think it's a blessing the Wizards even got a trade offer for John Wall. I and think such a good one as a, well. Exactly. I thought yeah. you're trading him for Gordon Hayward in a second round pick. Um I, obviously that's not really but contracts have to match and Russell Westbrook a few years ago was named the most expensive player. John Wall broke that so they are or it's vice versa I forget. But they are traded for each other on a first-round pick. Money matches almost perfectly. And this trade is such a big win for the Wizards. Yeah, I agree. I, I was very surprised at how much the Rockets gave up. Um, this is probably the best trade package they could have gotten for probably, Russell Westbrook. Probably the best trade package the Wizards have ever gotten in their franchise's history. Yeah, I agree. It's it's really crazy how much that they're getting for such a for such a low player in Jamal. I'm not... Trying to disrespect John Wall's play style. Obviously, he's an amazing player. But he when, hasn't played in two years. When he's fully healthy, he hasn't played in two years. And Teak Russell Westbrook is the MVP, the most valuable player 
to his team in the league. Peak John Wall is barely top 15. Peak John Wall is all-star bench. Peak John Wall is barely all-NBA team, maybe not even. So I really think that the Wizards dominated this trade, and we see that the Rockets are now in rebuild mode just trying to get people off that they think they can get, you know, deals for. And, and I, I think, think oh, I think that they could have gotten a lo- something a lot better for Russell Westbrook. They could have traded for a younger guy. I don't think so. I don't contract. think the market was that high for Russ. So they traded two guys that neither of them fit in their in their playing style, playing um, in Washington and and Houston. And I th- I think that this might be a hot take, but I think that even peak John Wall, Russell Westbrook right now is still better than that player. Um, and that, that's probably debatable, but even if John Wall is back to that 2017 level, I still think Russ is better at the moment. Um, yeah, I think that I think that Russ, I wouldn't agree with you per se, but I think that he really needs to prove himself uh, before you can make that bold of a take. That we have, Russell Westbrook was just put in one of the worst systems in the NBA. Obviously. For him, not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's not a shooter, right? Obviously. If you put a different player on that team, that team is dominant. Like a, a good point guard shooter. If you put Stephen Curry on that team. Yeah. Well, that's a little no, sad. That, that wouldn't work. Even a subpar shooter. Yeah. You understand what I mean. Yeah. But it was a bad situation for Russell Westbrook. Um, so he needs to prove that he can come back to a better situation, which is what he's put in now in the District of Columbia, and see how he performs. Because um, you saying that he's better than 2017 Wall is really debatable until we see what he can do. Right. And um, I, another question. So there's two trade targets for James Harden. And it's Brooklyn. James Harden has obviously expressed he wants to play with the Nets. He wants to play with KD and Kyrie. And Philly is the only other team that could really give the assets. Philly which is, team? Which no. team does he go to? Philly is the only team that has the assets. Re- the Brooklyn Nets have two players on Big Ma- Big Max contracts, um, Kyrie and Kevin Durant. They can't afford a third one. And if they even can, who are they giving up to get James Harden? They're not. But James, LeVert, what I'm saying, James Harden Spencer wants to go to. He that's wants to not go his to choice, you know. Right. If he says, I could say that I want to go to the Phoenix Suns, and I'm 12 years old, I'm not getting traded to the. I'm not getting put on the Phoenix Suns. It's not, you know, it's not the player's choice. Well, we saw with Anthony Davis, he kind of got forced to L.A., but he forced himself to L.A. But yeah. I know because they had the assets. Mm-hmm. Well. It didn't look like good assets, but now looking back on it, that's a lot of picks. The Brooklyn Nets, they're not going to value those picks because of how good that team's going to be with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Philly's the only team that could really do anything. And even then. And it's I, and it's and it's got to be Simmons and a, a few other players for Harden, whether it's like a money, Shake Milton type. It's going to be money makers. Yeah. I think that. And Mike I wouldn't Scott, even put. I would I, not put Joel Embiid out of that picture for a trade. I think he wouldn't really. I think that uh, I, the 76ers, I would. you would? I would. The Sixers obviously value him more, but I think if it's James Harden, come on. Um, if, the, if, the, if the Rockets don't bite on Simmons, then I'm adding Embiid because there's not many times in your life you can get James Harden in a trade. And But I think that the Rockets, not the Rockets, I think that the 76ers, I'm not putting Embiid out of the picture, but I think that that's kind of unrealistic. Simmons and Harden would be just like Westbrook and Harden, except Simmons can't shoot at all. And Westbrook yeah. kind so, of so how shoot. how is that going to work, right? No, I'm just saying that I I could I could see that in the back of my head that that could happen, but I don't think it would work out for uh, the 76. Another thing, James Harden and Embiid don't have the greatest relationship. Um, they have had some on-court beef, but obviously when they can teammates. settle that when, when they're when teammates. they're teammates. You saw Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert get back into yeah best friend kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Outbreak. 
Well, it's I not think, hard to do, but I'm I think that that kind of wraps it up for our Wizards Rockets talk, unless you want to add anything, Ryan. No, I just think it'll be really fun to watch the Wizards this year. Yeah. Probably something we haven't said <laughs> in a in five years. in five years. Yeah. No, they, they were they were fun. They were kind of fun, fun but they're they definitely the more fun. This is the most fun the Wizards have been, maybe since Gilbert and Arenas. We're, and we're gonna get them on TV. We live kind of close. A lot more. Yeah, we live kind of close more. to Washington yep. D.C. We got the local games. Yeah, it'll be really cool to see Russ in a Wizards uniform. Kind of weird as well. Moving on, me and Ryan are gonna say our big um, s- teams that will surprise us. Uh, he did an East team, I did a West team, and he is gonna start us off with his Eastern Conference team that will surprise us. Okay, so my team that will surprise us in a good way will overachieve their expectations will be the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I think that the trade kind of made zero sense when it happened, the Andre Drummond trade, and then he opted into that $28 million contract, How which seemed like a bad um, seemed like a bad thing for the Cavs. But I think that they have a roster that could really make a playoff push and definitely get into the play-in turn. Not definitely, but they, could, they have a good chance to get into the play-in tournament. And with guys like Kevin Love and um, Andre Drummond, um, and Kevin Porter Jr. If he plays. If he if he plays, but if he if he plays, he's gonna make a huge step forward. Um, I think that what you're saying relies on Darius Garland. Garland, Sexton, and Okoro are huge, um, but I think we know what Sexton can do. We need to know. We know what Okoro can do. He's probably the best defender in the draft. And we really need to know what Garland can do as that second ball handler, and if those two can figure out the chemistry. If those two can figure out the chemistry, then I see them being close to the playoffs or make even making the playoffs yeah. via the play-in tournament. And they also have a good bench with Larry Nance Jr., JaVel McGee with championship experience, um, and guys like Matthew Delvadova who have been in the finals before. Have so they win. know what it takes to win. I Yeah, I agree with you. I think that Colin Sexton uh, obviously needs to – he needs to mold Darius Garland. Obviously they're probably around the same age, and I'm not saying that he's going to be a mentor. I think that – um, if they need to pick one and they need to make the other one fit to the other one's style. If well, he, it's Sexton. It's Sexton. They I need to figure saying. out how to Sexton, get Garland to fit with Sexton. I know, because Colin Sexton is saying, I want to play point guard, but he's six 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 seven whatever. And he could play small forward if they put him in a small forward. Um, but he can also play shooting guard. And I think it's kind of interesting that Sexton doesn't move to shooting guard and let Garland play his natural position when Sexton's a taller player and more of a less ball-dominant kind of perimeter defender player yeah if they can figure that out I wouldn't be surprised if they squeeze in the eight seed because um, when you have teams like Indiana we don't know how they're going to be this year we don't know how Orlando is going to be so there's some teams at the bottom Chicago Washington so if there's a lot of gambles and if this is one of the things where if everything goes right they have a very high ceiling and I think that ceiling is to make the playoffs whether it's as an eight seven uh, or even make the play in tournament. I, I understand where you're coming from, but if I'm the Cavaliers, I totally think that's possible. I'm not judging your pick at all. But I'm saying if I'm the Cavaliers GM, I do not want to make the playoffs. You you see what the Magic did. The Magic had been the 8 seed, 7 seed for like three straight years. They're not getting any good draft picks with the 15th pick in the draft. You want the first pick in the draft. You want the fifth pick in the draft at least. I think the Cavaliers go full rebuild. In a couple of years, they're going to have probably the youngest team in the NBA, and they're going to keep building up and getting better. Yeah, I just don't think when you're in a losing situation for young guys, I don't think it's good. We've seen it with the Knicks. We've seen it with other teams like Sacramento when they try and lose, um, and it doesn't always turn out well because when guys are trying to make the playoffs and trying to get 
young guys, especially like Sexton and Garland, are playing for something um, and not trying to lose, then it, it builds a winning culture, just like what we saw the Nets do. They made the playoffs as a sixth seed, um, and they were on the outside looking in for a few years as like that 10-9 seed, but they built a winning culture under a good coach, and they attracted free agents. So I think that's what the Cavs have to do. You could make that same thing for the Heat as well. They're right, friends the now. Heat, they're NBA. Yes, right, the Heat. A lot of teams have done it. A lot of teams have done it. Yeah, I, I think that's um, a great take. And I'm going to say mine right here. I think that it's going to be the Clippers. And you may be thinking, Clippers, surprisingly good. You already think they're good. No. Clippers are going to be surprisingly bad this year. We've talked about this in previous podcasts about Montrez Harrell and how big he was to that team. Um, the loss of him obviously hurts the bench depth, and they don't have people to step in during load management games. We've talked about this before another podcast that um, obviously never doubt Kawhi Leonard never doubt Paul George that's just not something you do but I'm going to do it right here um, they're not going to be very good I, no they're, they're going to be good I don't think they're going to compete in the playoffs though These, that's a hot hot take. I'm saying I said it in, I've said it in previous podcasts Clippers are pretenders they're going to be surprisingly bad um, I think they're going to have a decent regular season not when they have Kawhi they're not. listen I think they're going to have a decent regular season okay when Kawhi load manages I think that's an instant loss. Paul George is not leading this team without Harold, maybe Lou Williams. Not an instant loss, but you understand where I'm coming from. And in the playoffs, they might not lose first round if they have home court advantage. Depends who they're playing. But if they're playing, they're in a 4-5 against the Mavericks, which I don't think the Mavericks are going to be 4-5. Um, they're what losing. They're going to be? I think they're going to be higher than that, especially if Kristaps gets healthy. Um, the Clippers are playing the Mavericks in a seven-game series. Who do you want in that series? I'm taking the Clippers. I'm taking the team with Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers, okay, but I'm taking the team with Luka Doncic. This okay. this was the actual series and the two seven in the playoffs, and the the, the Mavericks came close, you know. Okay. If the, if you, but who won? They have a obviously the Clippers won, Ryan. I'm not dumb. Okay. Luka is Luka is developing. Kristoff is developing. That team is just molding together. Um, they may have traded Seth Curry. I think Josh Richardson is the better player, and they they have their young guys, and I think they're ready to, you know, compete. I think the Clippers are pretenders. And I, there's not a lot more I can say about this. Well, I completely disagree with you because a team with Kawhi Leonard is never going to be a pretender. Um, I predict them to be a top four seed in the West. I think you probably agree. Yeah. You disagree. They're gonna. You I just think they're think gonna. They're gonna fall in the, in the playoffs. Okay. I disagree because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, there was definitely something not right with the Clippers, and I think they're motivated, and they have a new coach under Tyron Lue, and the players clearly did not respect Doc Rivers. They <laughs> Paul George clearly didn't respect Doc clearly Rivers. Clearly did not respect Doc daughter. Rivers. And he also yeah, blamed him for his um, playing him like a Ray Allen, J.J. Redick type. Um, and with someone with a coach that they respect, and in a shortened season when they um, maybe they're um, won't be a, what there'll be more games, so there'll be more load managing, I think that'll get them even more rested up for the playoffs. Uh, and it all relies on Paul George because we know what Kawhi's going to do. Uh, we know he's going to be one of the top three players in the NBA this year, and that's not even a question. It all depends on Paul George, and if he can stay healthy and if he can get somewhat back to that OKC years. Um, top, Kawhi's a top five player, but yeah, keep going. Top three. Nope. If, if Paul George can get somewhere close to that OKC year and Lou Williams keeps doing what he does, um, I see. I, I still think they're a good team. I think they overpaid for Marcus Morris. 
Um, and I'm glad they didn't overpay for Montrose Harrell. Um, but I, they've still got a very good starting five. So Yeah, I agree with you. This is a bold take, I know. Um, obviously, they might. I could be completely wrong. The Clippers, obviously, uh, can't doubt a team with Kawhi and Paul George. You can doubt a team that lost to the Nuggets and blew a 3-1 lead. I just think they'll be different this year. I think they're different. They're different by losing their one of their top three players. I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, I also debatably, I think Tyron Lewis, oh, the worst coach over Doc Rivers, but I think he's a better fit in this Clippers offense. Especially that's not what I said. They respect I know, him more because they do not like right. Doc Rivers, of course. Um, and I do not. Kawhi's on. Kawhi's the top. He's four or five, but Luca, Giannis, LeBron—they're all—they're all three of them are better than him. Mm, I take Kawhi over Giannis. You're taking Kawhi over Giannis? Uh, oh, that's not the point, but well, that's for another day. Oh, but my gosh. Kawhi okay, um, before we move on to our next thing. They both lost in the second round, and yeah. Kawhi lost in seven, and um, Giannis the, the Bucks lost in five. Didn't have, wasn't Giannis injured? That he was, he, they lost the series before he even got injured. They were yeah, down 3-0 before yeah, he got right. injured. Um, so, before we move on to our Christmas Day picks, I would just want to mention uh, NBA City jerseys dropped. I'm pretty disappointed in how the Jazz made theirs. I'm pretty disappointed in the Celtics. The Celtics so jerseys are so bad. So but my favorite, I'm going to give it to this. Um, please look these up. I'm going to give it to the Phoenix Suns, the oh, Miami so Heat, nice. the and the Valley. Memphis Grizzlies. Those are my three. Those are my top three. Um, but with that. My favorite is the Warriors. The, the throwback the Oakland. Oakland. That looks good. Nice. We believe kind of looks like it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Christmas Day picks. Ryan, Pelican Seat, who you got? It's going to be a fun Christmas Day. Oh, boy. Very fun Christmas Day. No jazz, though. It's only, it's only like, the second game of the year for some guys, so it's for some teams. So it's going to be interesting to see a lot of chemistry won't be together, and what we see on Christmas Day is going to be a lot different than what we see come playoff time, which is usually not the case. Um, so Pelicans Heat. I got the Heat, and I think this is a pretty obvious pick. Heat coming off a very impressive playoff run. Um, and they're only getting better. Tyler Hero's only getting better. Bam's only getting better, fresh off that max extension. Oh, boy. Um, Jimmy Butler's proved that he can be a leader, um, and they still have one of the deepest teams in the NBA. Uh, they did lose Derek Jones Jr., who didn't play too much in the playoffs. And Jay Crowder. And Jay Crowder, which is, which is a big loss, but I feel like they can still cover that up with uh, either Myers Leonard or Andre Godala and they re-signed Goran Dragic, so I, I take them over the Pelicans, just because the Pelicans, I don't trust them. I don't trust Zion. Who knows if he even be playing. I agree with you. I'm taking the Pelicans. I'm sorry, I'm taking the Heat, seven days out of seven. New look Pelicans, though. It'll be interesting. I see. know. They have... Uh, Steven Adams. Exactly. Steven Bledsoe. Adams, Bledsoe. I'm not doubting the Pelicans. No, no make it six days out of seven. I'm taking the Heat. Yeah, I agree. Um, the Heat are an Maybe NBA five. championship team. They're my favorite to come out of the East again. I Ooh. love that team so much. Um, I cause do. Obviously, because you're a Celtics fan, Ryan. <laughs> You can shut up. <laughs> but that Pelicans team, we really need to see what they can do with their new with Steven with new addition Steven Adams, Eric Bledsoe. Um and if Zion stays healthy, that team's gonna be gonna be pretty good. Yeah, they just don't have enough shooting around Zion. Uh, obviously and you got the Slenderman, Brandon Ingram, he's an all star. Yeah. Maybe yeah. an all NBA player. So, one day. I, I don't think either of us think it's gonna be like a blowout or anything. No, It'll be fun. I'm just saying It'll that the Heat are gonna win. Fun. And that's not that's not a question. I think it's gonna be a good game, but the Heat are gonna win. Yeah. Moving on, Warriors Bucks. I'm gonna take this one, I'm taking the Bucks. Warriors don't have Clay Thompson. Bucks have Giannis, and that's all you need to know. Okay. That game's moving on. Yeah, I take the Bucks as well. Um, it, it's it, it'll be fun to see Curry with his own team, really, because um, we haven't seen that. Obviously, last year he was hurt, and the past few years we've seen him have to share um, the ball with KD and Clay Thompson. I wouldn't put Stephen Curry out of the MVP conversation. Oh, I wouldn't either. I say he's like top five. Um, Especially without Clay, it's so hard to win the MVP when you have somebody. 
not just like Clay, but like KD. LeBron and AD, neither of them can win the MVP. Do you know why? Because they're both dominant players. That's why when seven well, LeBron when, came close. When Kevin, year. I know when Kevin Durant came to Golden State, Curry's MVP chances plummeted because yeah. you can't have two great players next to each other. But now he's alone. He might. I can see him winning the MVP. Yeah, New York Warriors too. It should not, be interesting to see James Wiseman. It's gonna be great to see these Andrew young, Wiggins. Yeah, it's gonna be Oubre. Safe to, It's gonna be great to see these young guys that got playing time last year and now see if her trust them like Damian Lee or Kai Bowman come Eric in. Eric Pascal. Be good, yeah. Nets Celtics. Jordan Poole. Help me out, Nets Celtics. You got. Oh, I got this. I got the Celtics. Of course you do. And <laughs> you know what? I, I have this for the reason that it's the second game of the year for the Nets. Actually, I'm not sure. Might be the third. No, 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 second. Second. Second game of the year for the Nets. And when you have two guys so, how do I say it, very just KD and Kyrie, they have two guys that are going to need some adjusting, and it's going to be some adjusting for the young guys like Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, and it'll take a few games to get their chemistry right. And I don't think, now I don't think the chemistry will be right. I think that um, Kemba Walker's out, which is something probably bad for the Celtics. But I think I like the I like the Celtics in this game, just because of the Nets chemistry issues. And I think the Celtics are a little um, they know their teammates a little bit more and they I, have a little more chemistry. I picked the Nets and I think you picked the Celtics because you're biased. But that's, I'm not biased. That's beyond the point. Uh, Nets have Katie and Kyrie. Not doubting that team. Love Kevin Durant. We'll see how he performs. Not going to be surprised. If how the do we know KD's going to be healthy? That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. not going to be surprised if the Celtics win. KD and Kyrie, if they don't look good together, I see the Celtics could win. But I'm going to take the Nets, the safe pick out. Mavs, Lakers. I'm yeah, in, in May I'm taking the Nets, but in in the second game of the season I'm maybe taking the, the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, Mavs, Lakers. I'm taking the Lakers. This isn't really a question. If Luca pops off, give us the Mavs. But it's AD and LeBron, you know. No Porzingis. Both exactly. No Porzingis. Lucas playing by himself. I, I take the Lakers too. There's just nothing that can really stop them, and they're e- they're even better than their championship team from last year. Uh, especially with the addition of Harold. Schroeder, Gasol. Yep. Um, Nuggets Clippers, 10 p.m. game on Christmas. Oh boy, what are you thinking? I got the Nuggets. Cool. Uh, for I. one reason and one reason only, it's because no one on the Nuggets can guard Jokic, and I think that was pretty no obvious. I mean, no one. No. no no, yeah. the Clippers can guard Jokic, and I think that was pretty obvious in the playoff series. We saw that um, he could go off, and he affects the game so much more than scoring. And I think the Clippers just don't have an answer for him. Uh, and it'll, it'll, it's a new look Clippers team. They lost Montrezl Harrell, and they'll need to kind of adjust. And the Nuggets right now prove that they're a better team. They played in a seven-game series and they won. So I have no other reason to think that the Clippers are better than the Nuggets because the Nuggets showed us all that they are better than the Clippers. Uh, I think you explained that perfectly. I picked the Nuggets. You know I hate the Clippers, so. Yeah, yeah we noticed. M- moving on. That yep. was the end of our NF- Sorry, uh, NBA Christmas Day games. NFL picks is our last segment before the podcast sadly comes to the end. Comes to an end. Ryan's going to read off the games. I'm going to tell you what I think. Let's get to this. All right, first game of the of the uh, this Sunday, beautiful Sunday. Saints versus Falcons. Saints Falcons give me the Saints every single day. Tell you what, um, they're gonna go two zero on this team. Taysom Hill's looking amazing. Alvin Kamara obviously is kind of getting pushed out of the offense when Taysom Hill's there because Taysom Hill's a running quarterback and Latavius Murray is getting some of those touches. Kamara's obviously a top three running back, um, so de- definitely give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints as well, no question. 
Jags Vikings. Jags Vikings give me the Vikings. The Vikings are on a tear. They started off one and five, I think. Now they are six and five. Um, the Jaguars are one and nine. They're awful. Um, that went against the Colts in the first week of the season. Really just hurt their chances at Trevor Lawrence. At yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, give me the Vikings as well. Just Dalvin Cook. Nah, one reason. Dalvin Cook. Browns Titans. Very good game. Give me the Titans. Um, this isn't really a good game in my eyes. Oh. It's on right now. But uh, no, I it's think it's on at one. Yeah, it's on at one. That's yeah. what I meant. I think that uh, the Titans have Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's proved that he can beat really good teams. The Browns aren't a really good team. Their record, I think that their record speaks less than what they actually are. I think, obviously, um, I got the Browns. They, they have a good Browns. team. Nick Chubb's been playing out of his mind. Cream Hunt's still really good, but I can't trust Baker Mayfield against a good defense and Derrick Good Henry. defense? Yeah. What are you talking about? The Titans? Titans? Not, it's not a bad defense, but I'm saying it's not a great defense. But it's, it's not a great it's defense. Baker Mayfield, and I can't trust Baker Mayfield. It's not any a great team. run defense, and sure, but they have Derrick Henry. Who okay. are you taking? I'm taking the Browns, um, just because I think the Titans are very reliant on Derrick Henry, and when he doesn't have a game, a good game, I don't think they are. They I, have Ryan Tannehill can beat AJ Brown and Corey Davis. Both okay. of them are great. AJ Brown has been sort of inconsistent this year, and I think if Derrick Henry doesn't have a great game, then I don't see. I it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a good game. But I think the the um, the Browns have more of a steady offensive attack when it comes to different types of variety. They have the receivers, Jarvis Landry and and who Hayden Hurst. No, they don't. Who do they have? Austin Hooper. Austin there? Hooper. Well, you know, same thing. Yeah. No, it, it mostly relies on the running game, and they seem to just grind out and they take a lot of um, time on their possessions with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And it'll be a good game. Yeah, moving on. Moving on, we got the Lions and the Bears. Give me Who the, are you taking? Give me the. Uh, this is a tough one. Give me the Bears, though. I don't trust the Lions really after a blowout know. loss to the Texans, but the Bears are looked have looked so bad. The Trubisky's look good. Bears look bad. Uh, I don't know. Give me the Bears. Horrible. It's gonna be a tough game to watch. Horrible game. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, Bears defense is good though. That's that's what's good. Okay, Bengals and Dolphins. Uh, give me the Dolphins every single time. Bengals are starting Ryan Finley after uh, Joe Burrow tore his. Something ACL, MCL. I think. Yeah, the Dolphins are a good team. Two is back. It's two at time, baby. They're crushing the Bengals. Yeah, Texans Colts. Texans Colts. Give me the Colts. Um, <laughs> Texans. Obviously, Deshaun Watson. If he had a better record, he'd be an MVP candidate for sure. I think he's amazing. But lost to Will Fuller. Um, lost to Kenny Stills. Now they're just gonna feed feed Kiki Kute, and I don't even know. But uh, yeah, definitely give me the Colts in this game. Colts have looked really good. Okay, I have the Texans. What? Why do you pick the Texans? I have the Texans. And this is a... Because I saw what Deshaun Watson did to the Patriots. And I saw what he did to the Lions. And... If they I, just I, lost their top two receivers. I might be wrong, but they're on a three-game winning streak. Uh, I think so. Yeah. And I don't see why they can't ride that momentum in. Duke Johnson has been playing well when in the loss of David Johnson. And I think Deshaun Watson is really good. Yep, I agree. They but, rely on Kiki yeah. Cutie, and I, I trust them. Yeah, next up. I, I, they have a... Great defense. A great defense. Not great. It's just J.J. Watt. You're up. What's the next J. game? J.J. Watt is great. What's the next game? The next game. We have the... Raiders-Jets. Raiders versus Jets. I'm taking the Raiders. There's nothing I can say about this except they're playing the Jets, and I think that we should move on. I don't know if I can really trust the Raiders. They just lost by, like, 30 to the Falcons. So. Yeah, but they're playing the Jets. Uh, you never know. All right. Giants Cow... Oh, uh, no, no. Giant Seahawks. Uh, give me the Seahawks every single day. This isn't really a question. Daniel Jones is out 
indefinitely. Colt McCoy is starting. Colt McCoy is not very good. Moving on. For who? Seahawks are winning. For the Giants. Seahawks oh, are winning. Daniel Jones. Yeah, this is like a... I think the Giants are atop of the NFC East, are they? They are indeed, but the football team is playing the Steelers. Yeah, so they're... The uh, football team and the Giants are both tied for first place. Um, and but, it'll be but the tiebreaker goes to the Giants. Yeah, they got too well on them. So if they win this game, then that'll be a very interesting. Great for them. Gr- they will be great for them because then they would take the lead in the NFC East. Yeah, yeah I obviously picked the Seahawks. They're just so much better. Rams versus Cardinals. Game of the week? Rams Cardinals is not my game of the week. Uh, I do think the Rams are going to win this game. Kyler Murray looked so bad against the Patriots, and the Rams have a way better defense. Um, uh, Rams also look pretty bad against the 49ers, but the 49ers are starting to get healthy a little bit. I don't know. Ish. Give me the Rams. Yeah, Ram, uh, 49ers are starting to like, get a little hot, you know? I don't know. We haven't talked about the 49ers yet. Moving on. Yeah, we haven't. Rams-Cardinals. No, uh, no, I have the Rams, of course. Pats-Chargers. Give me the Patriots. I don't trust uh, Anthony Lynn, I think, is their coach. I don't trust the Chargers' defense. They... Joey Bosa is obviously great, but, you know, nothing else about that defense is great. Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, one of the best wide receiver quarterback duos in the league. Yeah, I don't trust the Patriots either. I don't trust either of these teams. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with the Patriots. Uh, Patriots, Patriots yeah. are coming off a great win. Yeah, um, against the yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals and the Chargers are better. So. All right, Eagles, Packers. Is this the, a Sunday night game? No. Uh, give me the Packers. This is a 4-25 game, no. for sure. Give me the Packers. Um, Eagles. Carson Wentz sucks. He's very bad. Jalen Hurts might get a few snaps, but I don't trust I don't him. Why they don't just put him out? I don't trust him behind that battle line. Um, I don't trust Miles Sanders behind that battle line. I don't trust their receivers. Zach Hurts is back, though. E- Eagles suck. Give me the Packers. Zach Hurts has been very underwhelming this year, though. But he's back, so maybe that'll Packers open up are the field. a lot better. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm, Packers obviously will win. Um, Broncos, Chiefs. Um, Give me the Broncos every single day out of the week. Broncos are just the better team, honestly. Let's move on. Yeah, I Psych! Agree. Chiefs are going to dominate this game. They're winning by over 20. Is they're Kendall so, Hinton so the quarterback again? No, they have Drew Locke. I, I'm, I'm obviously a Chiefs fan. Chiefs are amazing. I yeah, love them so much. Philip Lindsay being out doesn't help at all. Um, Yeah, Chiefs. Chief, we saw what they did to the Bucks. I don't see any reason but why they, they do. But they do play the Saints next week. That's going to be an amazing game. Yeah. If, if the Chiefs win this game, um, I don't know if they can... I don't. I'm guessing they're gonna win this game, but and I think they have a really good chance to catch the Steelers. And the Steelers are playing the football team. What is? What are the chances that they lose this game? I think is that the next one. Yeah. Um. I think the Washington's gonna win. Um. I think I'm never gonna pick the Steelers. We we're trying to do this every week if we're doing it before one, and I'm never gonna bet on the Steelers, ever, because I hate the Steelers. I don't know how they're undefeated. Um. In my eyes, they're not overrated. Obviously, they are undefeated. But the f- they have a tendency to lose to bad teams and beat really good teams. Lose and to bad teams. Yeah, they do have a tendency to lose to bad teams. And when? The, the Washington, lost this whole the year. Washington, uh, not this year, but the Steelers organization in general has the tendency to lose to bad teams. Yeah, but and the football team is on a roll. Their defense is looking so good. It's definitely top eight in the league. So um, the they have one of the best D lines in the league, and I think Chase they're Young. gonna they're gonna get into Ben Roethlisberger's pocket, and he's just gonna. And they don't even have James Conner. No, they don't. So. But they haven't even been using him. I think we'll Benny Snell is better than James Conner, is my opinion. Um, yeah, I picked the Steelers. But I think it'll be close. Because we saw I, the Redskins. I hope, I hope, I hope the football team. team wins. Yeah, I hope the football team wins, too. Because they were really fun to watch against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Antonio Gibson. Uh, who's starting at quarterback? Alex Smith? Always. It's yeah. been Alex Smith for the past five weeks. If they start Haskins, I I'm think really happy for Terry McLaurin. If he makes the playoffs, that'll be great for 
his resume. He is so good. He's so people say DK over McLaurin, and that's oh, just not true. Yeah, it is. It's not. McLaurin's a lot better than DK Metcalf. Okay. McLaurin, if McLaurin had Russell Wilson, he would be insane. But no, he has three different quarterbacks that are all all have broken legs. Okay. Who's up next? Okay, we got What's the Bills it? and the Niners. This is gonna go to the Bills every time. They still. You look at the Niners and they're starting Nick Mullins. So give me the Bills. Yeah, I, I take the Bills. This is an important game for the Bills. Yeah, there was an interview with Josh Allen. He said that uh, Bills are sitting at eight and three, and eight wins doesn't win your division unless you're in the NFC East. Unless you're in the <laughs> NFC East. That's uh, right. Last game of the week: Cowboys Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Ravens are gonna come off. They're angry. They're angry that they even played that Steelers game, and is they Lamar were competitive playing? in it. If they had, if they had Lamar in their, oh, they played well. If Trish they had Lamar, then uh. That team, they would have won. Tell you what. Yeah, they played well. They, they almost squeaked it out. If um, What's his face? They didn't catch it. Number 13, Washington. Yeah. If he didn't, they, they got lucky there. If he did not catch that, then they would have had a chance to go down and score. And, and even at the, the end of the half, there was a pass interference. So that, yeah, and I didn't know why they just did I didn't know why they didn't just run it in. That was very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's whatever. Um, that's going to end the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Obviously, me and Ryan love you. Pick N underscore pop on Instagram. Please drop us a follow. And, uh, yeah. I hope you have an amazing day, and that's going to be the end of our podcast. Yep. Later.